Recording in three, two, one. Hello, welcome to 54th Street, the second episode of 54th Street. I'm Tiffany. And I'm Howie. And today we'll be talking about what's your aspirations. So, uh, what's your aspirations when you were young, Howie? I had some aspirations to be a game developer around the time when I was 14. But if I were to look further into the past, I didn't know I would turn out this way as I had an irrational obsession with cars when I was younger, just playing with all types of model cars. I thought I would be a driver at the age of 10, actually. Oh, yeah. So uh, you mentioned that before before going poly or after going poly, that you were a salesperson at, is it Toys R Us? You were trying to sell a train or something? I was a salesperson for a toy series at Metro at East Point Mall for this toy series called Chuggington. For all of you who don't know what is Chuggington, you can think of it as the London version of Thomas the Train Engine. Actually, both of them are English in nature. I, I, I don't know why I made that reference. Yeah, so what is the pain points of being a salesperson? Like, what, what do you feel are the challenges of the job? I couldn't bring myself to sell the toys full-heartedly because I felt they were too expensive. But later on in life, I had a change of heart. I realized that value is based on who the perceiver is. And that toy that seems too expensive to be sold might be just nice for the person who is wanting to buy. Okay, so how about uh, you you are developing some games like for hobby or for work? For you're developing, you are a game developer, right? Yes, yes, Tiffany. Yeah, so um and I, I keep hearing you mentioning that you like game developing a lot. Like, what makes you so sure you like game developing? And how has it progressed ever since you started game developing? So, where, where do I start and end with this? I started pursuing my game development path when I entered my polytechnic in my... 19s and the course at NYP really prepared me for how to develop a game engine, design a game, and launch a game by myself. However, the amount of work and faith you need to have 
to make it a successful business is quite different from when you are making it or practicing it for fun. Yeah, it's true because um, with all work concern, right, there's, there's a very fine line between passion and work because once you use your passion for work, you'll kill the passion. And that's especially very true because I, I understand the workload of, like, you know, work is work. Lah, so it's like, it's very different from passion. Like once you enter, you cross the line and put work and then, yeah, that, that's, that's it. Your passion will be like slowly dwindling off or like killed. Yeah, because of the pressures of the work. That's a great point, Tiffany. Actually, enough about me. I would like to know about your job experience, Tiffany. Oh, okay. So, um, I'm now a BIM specialist. BIM, B-I-M, Building Information Modeling. So, basically, I was a BIM modeler, like dealing with BIM models. is like building models. Uh, in AutoCAD, Revit, and MicroStation. So basically, we use Revit, ArchiCAD, or something like that. Then uh, there's architecture, structural, mechanical, electrical, plumbing, MEP. So I basically deal with architecture, not so much of the rest. Yeah, so all these models, I used to work in the private sector, but now I'm in the government sector. And I actually, um, how to say, I, I'm now working like, to develop a guideline for building information modeling, some of the models and, well, I should not delve deeper because it's kind of still maybe confidential to the public. Yeah, it's not released yet. So, yeah. Did you have any part-time jobs? Yeah, uh, I have various part-time jobs. One of the part-time jobs I can mention about is cashier. You may seem you may think that cashiers have it easy, but it's not. Okay, so the cashiers have to be meticulous about calculating money, and also, uh, let's say if there's a long queue and and the customer don't want doesn't want the food, yeah, if it's dried items, it's still okay. The cashier can put it back later, and but if it's frozen items, the cashier will, uh, oh no, it's long queue and have to put the frozen items back to where it's placed at. If not, the, the thing will just melt. Yeah, so they have to juggle. And also, and sometimes customer will say, oh, why this one no promotion already? Uh? Why the price like this and that, like more expensive? Yeah, so you have to go back to the rack and go and find out the price. And then you realize the price is at a promotional item, but the promotion has ended. So some, some of the store assistant forgotten to take out the price tag yeah so uh i mean the promotion price tag uh. so yeah so these are some of the challenges of being a cashier i can tell you've been through a lot <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um maybe uh how you just now men you mentioned you want to talk about some of the finances and how it's like for Singaporeans to plan their finances. And maybe you want to mention about, um, yeah, what, what? What what I wanted to talk about is the second part of this podcast, which is 
about the three factors of a job that complements you. And I would think the three factors are the joy that you find in the job, the personal meaning you have in the job, and the financial security that you must have in a job in order to perform well in your job. Yeah, so you mentioned that um, for a typical Singaporean, there has to be some top, uh, CPF top up. And how about the percentages of all the expenses you want to mention? So in doing the research for this topic, what I came to realize is that actually, Tiffany, we are slaves. Oh no, we are slaves? Yes. Why? Modern day slaves. And we live as if we are not. Okay, can you explain more? I, I don't understand how I can be a slave. Well, the main reason, ha have you ever felt that you don't have enough money to use in Singapore? Uh, yeah, sometimes. I think my money spent very fast, no? That is not by coincidence. If you do a financial audit of your life, you realize that you are being cut, being cut into a thousand pieces by the various obligations and taxes and things you need to pay for and they come in various form, forms. So death by a thousand cuts. Based on the numbers that I have from worlddata.info, from the year 2012 to 2021, inflation has occurred at a 14.2% rate. And our government assumes that in 2012, you had 3,142, uh, 3,142, and in the year 2021, you would have $4,166. Oh, I don't even get that much pay. And I know not everyone has experienced such a pay hike. So this leads us to a incongruence between data and how we are actually living on the ground. Because we are also getting cut by our CPF, 20%, our GST, 9%, our parents, I don't know how many percent, our religion, I also don't have the numbers for that. Your spending on yourself for each month, your transport fees, gas or MRT fees, friends that you spend on or movies or other expenses. And finally, there's your bills. 
Yeah, so how we, all these expenses makes us slaves to the modern society, all these expenses that you calculated in percentages and in whatnot. Yes, yes, because for your parents, do you, can you really cut your parents out of your life for not returning this? All these bills, transport, food, all of them add up and all of them are mostly caused by the silent killer of inflation, which is not controllable by us. Yes, I agree. All these are essential expenses that we need to fork out every month after getting our salary. So is there a solution? Well, there is a way to stop the bleeding, not really a solution, which is using crypto, using the anchor protocol on the Luna blockchain, oh. and Terra blockchain. Oh, so what's this anchor protocol thing? I only know anchor.fm by Spotify. What's this anchor protocol thing that you mentioned? So Anchor is able to give you 194 or 5% interest based on the value of the amount of total value locked into the Terra ecosystem based on the Bitcoin backing that they have in Luna Foundation Guard. It's why they are able to provide these crazy returns. And Using this service, you should be able to stop your financial bleeding by a bit. By the way, we are not sponsored by Anchor Protocol and I'm not an advocate of what Howie is doing. So yeah, it's, this is, it's your own discretion, right? Yeah, this is not financial advice. Please do your own research. I will not be responsible for the gains or loss that you incur by doing so. But if you're interested in learning more, there's a video by Kevin Learns Investing about this topic. Okay, so that's a wrap for today's session on what's your aspirations and about the finances and stuff like that talk has shared by Howie. If you will have any feedback, do DM me on Instagram at CNYTiffany. And do check out Howie's blog on cryptocurrency. Howie, what's your blog? You can find me at lhycrypto.com. Okay, so that's it for today's session. See you in the next session.